have to confess, I have to confess, whenever I hear the name Justin Bieber, I think of all the songs from Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. I honestly cannot tell you one song <laughs> that Justin Bieber sings that might be incredible. I don't know because it's a, I hear he's kind of a big deal. Actually, I know he's a big deal. I know who he is and I've, I've seen a lot of him in the news. And he put out a really authentic post where all the headlines are about drugs. But to me, when I read his Instagram post talking about his vulnerabilities and things uh, that he's been dealing with in his past, the headline to me was his encouragement and his recognition that Jesus is the one that saves and the need to love people according to God's standard. I thought that was absolutely amazing. Of course, the media is putting it on. <gasps> did you know Justin Bieber did drugs? Did you guys know that musicians do drugs? Did you know that? Oh, it's shocking. And that's like the big headline. But no, the headline is that Jesus loves him despite that. Jesus loves you despite that. And I think it's amazing that Justin is authentic about that. We're going to talk about that in a bunch of other things today. Well, as much as we'll be allowed from time, I need to keep being in that 10-minute window. I keep like just talking too much. So let's get into some business, and then we'll get into the show topics. This show is part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Go to fightlaughfeast.com, put in HTBT in the memo field, and you will get a mug. You'll get a pint glass while supplies last, but you'll get the mug no matter what. You are getting that mug when you sign up, so go do that. And you will get tons of great content, but most of all, you're going to be helping us proclaim the gospel. You're going to be helping us talk about the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life, helping you guys fight, laugh, and feast. It's so important. And I have to just say, I think it is the greatest privilege in the world to be able to join the rest of the shows on this network. It is amazing. I don't take it for granted. I am just internally grateful for being part of this. And you guys can be part of it too by subscribing. So go over to fightlaughfeast.com, put in HTBT in a memo field. And you'll be joining us as we fight the good fight. You can also reach out to me at How to Build a Tent. If you have any questions, comments, you want to give me any feedback about the show, any topics you would like me to cover, any articles of the day, you can also email me, Matt, at howtobuildatent.com. I would love to hear from you. If you have a business of side hustle, you want to give me, you want to get a shout out for it, uh, let me know what you're doing, what's going on. I'd be more than happy to give you a free ad, unless you're like some scam or like a Ponzi scheme. Like those are the caveats for it. As long as you're not trying to, you know, con somebody, as long as you're a legit business, I would love to help promote you. Uh, even if it is just a side hustle, we need to be encouraging each other to be, uh, be successful and helping each other as best we can. And that's basically what this whole show is about. All right, so I want to go talk about Justin Bieber just a little bit more. First of all, I think it would be awesome if every single one of you went over to his Instagram. I don't even follow him, but I searched for him, and he lets you message him. I and it, Obviously, it's probably somebody who reads it, but maybe somebody who reads it that's not Justin will pass it on to him and just give him an encouraging you know, a little exhortation. I said something to the effect of, hey, I'm praying for you. I think it's great that you're in... Um, an example of what you can do positively with your celebrity and your success. Put God first in your marriage because he got married apparently. And 
you know, it's going to be the best blessing in your life. Just something simple like that. And I th- he needs to hear from more Christians. Like any Christian who's successful in business and who is in the limelight, who is in pop culture, needs to have Christians come around them. And you could just do that. Take a minute. It l- probably will not take more than a minute to just message him a quick, hey, I'm praying for you, and then pray for him. And the second thing I want to talk about this, which is a good reminder, especially because with successful people, we have this syndrome that is called imposter syndrome, where we feel like we're a fraud and that if people really found out about us, then we'd be exposed. And that's a legitimate thing, imposter syndrome. I've felt it before. Like if people really knew my life, they wouldn't listen to me anymore. If people really knew my life, they wouldn't take me seriously anymore. They wouldn't want to be my business partner. If they knew how I thought and really how stupid I am, that my ideas are dumb, that I've made so many mistakes, if people really knew who I was, then it would be over for me. And that is what people feel. And so just with that in mind, thinking about something that Justin Bieber did is absolutely amazing. But the thing is, is as Christians, we don't have our identity in that. We don't just, we know that whatever comes our way, it's because God blessed us with. It's not because of who we are. And it should encourage us to be authentic and share just like he did. So I'd ask that you'd go over to Justin Bieber's Instagram, give him an encouraging message, pray for him, tell him you're praying for him. And then also take that as a motivation for you to be authentic as well. And go out and be an example as you and leverage your success to help influence people and point people to Jesus, just like Justin Bieber did on his Instagram. It was really cool. And it's also, it's great to see that like 3.1, 3.2 almost now, million people liked, liked that post. So really great. I don't know like exactly all his theology or whatever, but I'm just happy that he is looking to love God and love others. And if he is authentically seeking after Jesus, you know, God's going to, God's going to guide him, right? Just like he got, God guides all of us. So that was really encouraging. Okay. And now I want to just say thank you to the free market. As some of you know, I live in Florida. And as most of you know, there's a hurricane that was allegedly going to come and hit us. I feel really bad, honestly. I was praying, God, can you just stop this storm in the ocean before it hits Florida and just have it break up there? And I didn't really have in mind that it would break up over the Bahamas. Those That poor island needs your prayers. That It parked. It basically just parked on the Bahamas. It's a Cat 5, and it's been there for two and a half days. It is now breaking up to a Cat 2, or I shouldn't say breaking up, but it's been downgraded several times to a Cat 2, where it's breaking up over the ocean, but it's over an island, and it's devastating them, so I feel kind of bad. Not that, you know, I'm the one who controls the weather or anything, but um, it could be totally amazing because that, that hurricane was going to come through and wreck all of Florida. The original models were having to come across Florida, then up in the middle of Florida, and that would have caused so much devastation to Florida. So I'm thankful on one hand that it looks like it's not going to make landfall in Florida. But on the other hand, I feel really bad and now praying for those people in the Bahamas that most of all, they turn to Christ from all of this. Um, just checking my phone. That was the click if you heard it. But I wanted to say this. Thank you to the free markets because it was going to hit last Sunday. And as I'm recording this, it's three days later. And there was a rush for water. There was a rush for all the resources, the supplies, the last minute the gas, and things were running out. We were getting rationed, actually. The, I don't know if it's a legal thing, but they weren't raising prices on bottled water, but they were limiting the bottled water, which is a great principle that 
things always get rationed. And that's why in socialist countries like Venezuela, things run out. It's either you ration them by prices like you do in a free market or you ration them by your uh, limiting the supply that you get or the amount you get of some kind of product or service or whatever it is, just like in all of the socialist countries. And so what they were doing here was rationing how much water you could buy. You could only buy two things of water at once. But what was happening was they ran out because everyone got everything that was available. And the storm didn't hit. A couple days later, they got resupplied because companies want to make money. Because companies want profits. I just... On a side note, I just saw someone drive by my studio window and take a picture of my house in my office. That's kind of weird. Um, but p- companies want to make money. People want to, the companies want to make money. They want to make a profit. And what is the result of that is within days, the cleared out products were resupplied and we were able to get more water. We were able to get more resources. And I want to contrast this story with a story I told a while back in when I was in Hawaii and we were shopping at the commissary, which is a grocery store on base that is run by the government. And there was a certain item that we loved and that everyone loved. We kept running out and we would try to go and get this item at the store. I even forget what it is. So I'm just saying genetic, generic item. And we asked somebody that worked there once, like, why did you guys stop carrying this? Everyone loved it. Like, yeah, we kept selling out of it, so we just stopped stocking it. That is, (laughs) if that doesn't give you the perfect contrast between a privately run company that is driven by profits and a government run company that doesn't care about profits, I don't know what will. You have stores in the midst of a hurricane possibly coming down on us restocking because they want to make money. They want to make a profit, which benefits society, right? We all got the amount of water we wanted. We all got the gas that we wanted because they wanted to make money and they were able to supply it to us. And on the flip side, the government grocery store, no hurricane threat, just decided they got tired of restocking something that kept getting sold out. And so they just stopped stocking it all together. And the society that was in Hawaii buying that item didn't get it anymore unless they went somewhere else. But when it's a socialist country and the government's running it, there's nowhere else to go. And so you're just out of luck. And that is a great contrast between capitalism and socialism right there. Those are two stories that diametrically oppose that should be in your forefront when you are thinking about voting, when you're thinking about your arguments, when you're thinking about all of those different things, you need to be thinking about the consequences of a profit-driven model versus a government-driven model. It's devastating. And with that, let's go out and be successful, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.